we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 25th, 2018. On the eve of China denominating the oil purchases in the uh, Chinese yuan, going off the petrodollar. So we're going to see how that affects things tomorrow. I don't know if they'll have a way to buffer that, but that could be a really big thing. Uh, and it may not manifest instantly, like they said. It may be something that takes months to fully whatever. So uh, anyway, let's go further here. The next report is Trump DOJ proposed plan to ban all bump stocks. So it just keeps getting better better now if you... Had listened to my previous studies before we talked about bump, bump stocks and anything that um, will increase the rate of fire is what they're going to end up coming after. And eventually all that's going to mean is that a semi-automatic increases rate of fire in comparison to a revolver. So this opens the door for them to coming after all semi-automatics, which is what they, they want to get all the guns ultimately. And I'm going to prove that. Uh, I'm going to prove that with actual legislation that's been on the books for a long time. Uh, President Donald Trump announced Friday evening plans for the Justice Department to ban all bump stocks pending a mandated commitment period. Obama administration legalized bump stocks. Um, bad idea. So, so now Trump is saying that when the Obama administration legalized them, it was a bad idea. Trump tweeted on Friday, as I promised today, the Department of Justice will issue the rule banning bump stocks, even though they've had really no no um, bearing in any of these mass shootings. They've all been pretty much governmental black ops teams that have been in there and done what they've done, most of them. And uh, I don't even see how bump stocks have even really come into play in any of this. But, you know, it's just oh, chipping and chipping and chipping away at our gun rights. Um, as I promised today, the Department of Justice will issue the rule banning bump stocks with a mandated comment period. We will ban all devices that turn legal weapons into illegal machine guns, which is a total lie from the pit of hell. So he's just turning into like a fork-tongued devil, is what I can see. That's not a machine gun. A bump stock doesn't turn a legal gun into a machine gun. It just increases rate of fire if it's working properly. And from what I've heard, they're choppy and a lot of times they don't even work right. So Trump's definitely moving in the right direction. Here we go. Oregon Initiative 42 would outlaw assault weapons unless guns are registered with police. So they're really ratcheting it up in Oregon. Uh, would only allow owners to keep their assault weapons in large capacity magazines if they register them with the Oregon State Police. So this is a gun registry thing that they're going here. And I want to go ahead and just play this brief video uh, regarding this. Of voting to outlaw assault weapons in Oregon. That's the choice one group is working to put in front of voters by this November, and that debate is already heating up in Salem. K2's Nate Bynum joins us live, and this would drastically change the state's gun laws, Nate. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, Steve. Advocates say it's all about protecting kids and preventing <laughs> mass shootings. Protecting kids. Measure yeah, the only thing it's going to do is, is ensure that the more kids are going to be killed. That's all it's going to do. Because you're going to have less good guys with guns. And that's going to give free reign to the bad guys with guns. And they're still going to be, the guns are obviously still going to be. Yeah, I'm sure all the criminals are going to turn in all their semi-automatics. Because that's the first thing. that All they would try to do is acquire more of them. Good guys turn in their guns. So then they, the good guys are, you know, 
not there to fire good guy bullets at the bad guys. That's all it's going to do is increase the rate of death. ...to the November ballot. It would take effect on January 1st of next year, making it illegal to purchase assault-style weapons in Oregon. And as you can imagine, plenty of people are already up in arms. Okay, I'll be totally honest. My first was I laughed. <laughs> because it's so outrageous. Representative Bill Post doesn't think Oregon Initiative 42 has a chance of making it. Yeah, to but the here's the thing. He doesn't think it has a chance. And maybe it doesn't right now. But what about when there's a ne the next school shooting next week? Because I think they've really found their niche with the school shootings. I think that's where you're really going to see now the um, the gun control debate ratcheting up is, is in when it has to do with children in gun-free zones. Because that's where... 95 plus percent of all the school shootings occur. It's not 98, I think. They occur in gun-free zones. So obviously it's working well because the gun-free zones have stopped all the mass shootings, right? No, that's an actual magnet for all the killings to take place because obviously they know no good bullets are going to be firing back at them. The bad guys, okay? No good guys with guns. So yeah, I agree with him. I don't think it has a chance right now, maybe in his state, but see, that's a very liberal state. So you have to think that these types of initiatives are going to be pushed and beta tested in liberal states, Oregon, Washington, California, where they're already receptive to this. Number one, they're trying to gauge what public opinion is. And then what they do is they're like, okay, the Illuminati goes back and they recalculate and they're like, okay, well, we had 25% approval for this. We need to get that up to whatever percentage. So now we're going to have another two or three mass school shootings or whatever, blame it on the gun, blame it on the white guy with the gun, okay, uh, which accomplishes a couple things and in their agenda. And then by the time that those are all done, then we'll have the proper votes in order to get this done. That's how this, this is all incrementalism. So this is what we're looking at here. This is why, you know, people need to fight back against this. On your knees, you know, contacting the congress contacting the senate and and i'm, I'm surprised there were no counter protests yesterday with this thing in washington dc with this gun thing i didn't see any counter protests whatsoever across the nation it was all one-sided brainwashed millennials being bussed in and all of the um congressmen in these that don't want to actually say what the brainwashed millennials are able to say because they're children so they're able to they're able to get away with a lot more and say what the devils in high political office won't say. But the children are able to say it. That's why they're using them for that cover, you know. November ballot. Frankly, I, I almost wish it would because the turnout would be incredible. You want to see a red wave in Oregon? Put this on the ballot. The initiative would outlaw assault weapons and large capacity magazines in Oregon and would require current owners of those items to register them within 120 days or face felony charges. I don't like to use that. And that's them coming to your house and kicking down your door. See, that's where the rubber really will meet the road when that starts. I mean, what if you don't turn in your bump stock? I heard that thing in Massachusetts they, they did where you're supposed to, I, I heard like five people so far turn bump stocks in. I don't know if it's more. But I mean, that's not exactly a strong indicator that people are going to go along with turning in their weapons. I hope nobody turns in nothing. That's what I hope. Because all of this is unjust and illegal and against the Second Amendment. Phrase, 
But this time, when they say they're coming to get your guns, this would actually be coming to get your guns. We've heard this for 20 no. years. They're coming for our guns. They're coming for our guns. Obama was coming for our guns. Hillary Clinton never happened. Oh, I, I love it when these maggots like this say this. Like when, when, when all along, they, their end goal of all of this is to get all the guns. So that only the bad guys have the guns. That's their whole agenda. Yet they'll, they'll, just like Satan would go up to you and lie to your face and say, oh, we're not coming for your guns. We're not going to do it. And when reality is, that's exactly what they're doing. It's just a progression toward that end. But they're not going to admit it. Okamoto is the executive director of Ceasefire Oregon, a supporter of the bill that she believes will help prevent future mass shootings. Uh, even if someone comes into a mass... It will ensure more mass shootings is what it'll do. ...shooting with a different type of firearm, and especially without a high-capacity magazine, that's going to reduce the gunshot death and injury. So we know that's for a fact. We've got good studies on that. Tens of thousands <laughs> yeah. of signatures will eventually need to be collected to get the initiative onto November's ballot, and Okamoto's confident that will happen. I can't get to all my emails, my phone calls. We are completely overwhelmed with support, which is absolutely wonderful. It's satanically wonderful. There's a ton of detail involved in this initiative, specifically what falls under the definition of an assault-style weapon or a large-capacity magazine. We have those full definitions and the entire proposal in our story at KATU.com. In Southeast Portland, Nabal. Okay, so we have that. And again, that hasn't went through, but this is, this is where it's all moving. This is where it's all heading. This is all what they want. Okay. Uh, more headlines. This came out this week. YouTube bans how-to firearm videos. YouTube is just keeping it up. I'm encouraging as many people as possible, if you have, try to get onto other platforms that aren't Big Brother. I got into that in the last teaching. Other other platforms, I think DTube and um, uh, Vimeo, and there's other ones out there, Steam it or something, I don't know. But I, I got into that in the last study. And then you have this, which got no coverage whatsoever, and that's... Maryland school shooter killed by deputy in 60 seconds versus Florida stand down. So there was a deputy, a good guy with a gun. He killed the shooter in 60 seconds, as opposed to the stand down in Florida where, you know, the black ops team, they didn't want to have any interference in there. So they were all told to stand down so they couldn't go in. And that way the black ops team could do what they did, kill and whatever, and then get out the back door and get away before the actual guys went in. I mean, that's what, that's what happened. That's what was coordinated. And they were told to stand down. I mean, it's that obvious. I've already done studies on, on this where we prove it over and over again. Here in Maryland school shooting, none other than a good guy with a gun. But see, logic doesn't matter in America anymore. All that matters is lies and deception and evil when it comes to their maggot agenda, the Illuminati's agenda, Satan's agenda. Uh, another one, principal removes student carrying in signs saying guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah. But he was removed, that student. He Hopefully he was executed on site. I mean, because we can't have that kind of, obviously, I'm kidding, but we, we can't have that kind of, you know, thing in America where that's going on, obviously. Okay, and then we have Citigroup imposes restrictions on client gun sales. Mass exodus from Citigroup after they go full second anti-Second anti Amendment. Good, praise God. Gun control by proxy backfires again. After Dick's Sporting Goods arbitrarily decided to jump into the anti-Second Amendment battle, I mean, they've done this over and over. I wouldn't have stepped foot in that place. Uh, by refusing selling, I haven't stepped in there in years at this point. I won't either. I'm, I mean, I, I don't even go to those types of places hardly 
anymore anyway, but I would not step foot in that place. Um, but they refused to sell sporting rivals and banning sales of those weapons to anyone under 21. They announced that they had seen deeper than expected sales decline as their stock sunk. Good. Praise God for, for that. Um, while they were praised by the second anti-Second Amendment activists pushing for new gun control laws, that praise did not bring them new customers. But it did cost them the business of Second Amendment of Second Amendment supporters, which was predicted, which was the predicted outcome when a business decides to step along into the political fray. Dix, along with Walmart, are now being sued for age discrimination, which one suit claimed Dix is violating the Ellett Larson Civil Rights Act, which prohibits discriminatory practices, policies, and customs on the basis of religion, age, race, national origin, sex, height, weight, and other factors, according to multiple reports. Oh, I'm glad they're being sued. Good. Praise God. Because if people don't fight back, then that just gives an absolute green light to the Illuminati that we're, we're dumbed down, sheeple people. We're ready to be taken over to the next level. I've been saying that for years. Ignoring the lesson of the whole Dick Sporty Good fiasco, Citibank announced on March 22nd, announced the new firearms policy in where they decided to tell companies that do business with them what the best practices are regarding firearms. In other words, Citigroup is attempting to force companies to comply with their political ideology. They said, but we want to do our part as a company to prevent firearms from getting into the wrong hands. So our new policy centers around current firearms sales best practices that will guide those we do business with as a firm. And it's showing their stock prices here plummeting after they made this announcement. It was at 70, almost at 74 per share on... Um, It looks like uh, the 20, well, actually, I re we really should go by when they made the announcement, which was the 22nd. Yeah, on the 22nd, it was at 74, on the 21st, and then it plummeted immediately, and by, it looks like the 24th, it had went down to 67.9, so it went from... 70 about 74 to 67.9 after they made this announcement so good praise god wonderful uh, under this new policy we will require new retail sector clients or partners to adhere to these best practices because satan says so they don't sell farms to someone who hasn't passed a background check two they restrict the sale of firearms to individuals under the 21 years of age, which is illegal, essentially. Um, so now they're age restricting. Three, and this will never end. This is the slippery slope is the whole point here. It's the whole, the whole thing with bump stocks that we got into before. Three, they don't sell bump stocks or high capacity magazines because they want to make sure that everybody is, is ill-equipped to defend themselves as possible. They want, they want you to have a 10-round magazine because, you know, that's going to make all the difference in the world. This policy will apply across the firm, including to small businesses, commercial and institutional clients, as well as credit card partners, uh, whether co-brand or private label. It doesn't impact the ability of consumers to use their credit cards at merchants of their choice. Oh boy, how benevolent of them. The social media reaction to Citibank's announcement was an immediate mass exodus. Good. 
praise the Lord, with users closing accounts, tearing up cards, closing accounts at Home Depot, Sears and other companies that use Citibank credit cards, as can be seen in their Twitter announcement thread, as users took them at their word and decided to transition their business away from Citibank. Good. Another immediate reaction could be seen in the fall of their stock prices, which coincidentally started right after they announced they were going full anti-Second Amendment. And here's all the contacts for Citibank. If you have one of their cards, you can. there's the contact information. It'll be on mm, probably about page 11 or 12 of the PDF for this date, March 25th, 2018 at ContendingForTruth.com. Next report. Left-wing fascists directed and funded brainwashed teens to descend on Washington, D.C. for anti-gun March of Our Lives. It should be the March for Our Deaths, but it's the March for Their Lives. Of course it is. And here we have all these brainwashed little devils. One has a sign that says NRA equals bloodshed, like it's the NRA's fault that the government ran black ops squads in Vegas and in Parkland and in these types of things. It's all the NRA's fault because these kids don't have any brain cells whatsoever. They cannot think on their own and they just go along with whatever narrative that is being you know, given to them. Essentially, blame the guns. That's all that matters. Blame the guns. A March 1st, a March 1st announced by students who attend the Florida high school where 17 people were shot by a deep state black op government kill team, I put that all in there, last month, has morphed into a worldwide anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, anti-Trump, protest-directed, promoted and funded by left-wing adults and adult-led organizations and George Soros. So you have to look at who's behind all this. Just everything satanic you can imagine. That's who's behind this. According to the March of Our Lives website, and this should be March of Our Deaths, uh, hundreds of cities across the country and even around the world will be protesting on Saturday, that happened yesterday, in favor of gun restrictions. No, it's in favor of banning all guns. Getting all guns, by force, is really where it all ends up. Including banning certain types of guns, age limits for gun purchases, and background checks required for every state, as though that'll really make any difference. The Associated Press is reporting that as many as 1 million people will attend the main march in D.C. I really wonder what the real numbers were on that. I, I don't know. I haven't checked into it. but And the National Park Service issued a permit showing it is planning on 500,000 people on and around the National Mall on Saturday. So I wanted to look this up. I don't really know which one is right. It looks like a lot of people were there. Um... Depending on whose data you look at, the number was either much, much higher or much, much lower. The March for Our Lives organizers, now now that's like the fox guarding the hen house, okay? They estimate attendance to be around 850,000 people. And that's just in D.C. They were, they, were, they were having these all over the country in other cities, too. Um, well exceeding expectations. On the other hand, a Virginia-based company, Digital Design and Imaging Service, estimated that the crowd size was about 202,000 with a 15% margin for error in a peak at the peak crowd size of, uh, at 1 p.m. Okay, so the Women's March is likely the largest single-day demonstration in recorded U.S. history, according to Washington Post. And that was, I think, after Trump got inaugurated, the Women's March against Trump, basically. If the March for Our Lives organizers, $850,000 is correct, this will have far exceeded that record. And it shows a picture of it, and if this picture isn't doctored, uh, it, it's a lot of people, which is very, 
bad. <laughs> I mean, they're showing the... Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty legitimate. It's like a lot of people. I don't know. A lot of people. A lot of brainwashed devils in that crowd. They're showing videos of it now. So, And there were, there were approximately 800 other events to protest guns all over the world. Friday. So this is all I'm saying is that they're they're very they're highly motivated. They're highly motivated at this point. So um you know they're they're ready to be mobilized. They're they could not believe Trump got in and they are ready to act, is all I'm saying. And that should uh I, I just don't want we, we should not be complacent, you know, regarding this. So Going further, it said, uh, okay, so let's, that's all we have for that. Now, then this one, we have this. March for the UN gun grabbers descends on Washington. So let's go ahead and listen to this short video. Sorry. What separates mainstream media from blatant propaganda? 800 marches are planned for Saturday. From Bismarck to Salt Lake City, Memphis to Springfield, Virginia, and everywhere in between. Children now taking on a very adult topic, politics, and hoping they can teach the grown-ups a lesson. See, that's, that's their current tact. That's their current plan is to shame us wicked adults into the voice of children's reasoning that guns are all guns are bad and we should all be ashamed of ourselves and that this is white privilege because for the most part it's it's white white people i'm not saying there's not any pro second amendment black people or hispanic i'm saying for the most part though it's white people and that it's just a collective shaming from from the little kitties that we don't care about because we don't want all the guns to be taken away because we're bad evil dumb people that's the not-so-subtle um, brainwashing that they're trying to use against adults in America now. Sided coverage of the March for Life was anything but objective. But don't take my word for it. Here's gun grabber-in-chief, Senator Dianne Feinstein from California with more. Let's bring in that. Now remember, she's the one that said, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in. Take, she says, if I would have got the votes... Turn them on, and that was decades ago. Every single gun. It's the only thing she'll ever be happy with. So, this is coming from one of the, the, the biggest gun grabber on the planet, Dianne Feinstein. A prominent member of the United States Senate, Dianne Feinstein of California. She's in San Francisco right now. Dianne, thank you for joining us, Senator. What's it like out Now, I'll be honest with you. When they're, they're showing it now, there it's an... I don't know where they're showing, but it, that wherever they're showing there, and if that's in no, that's in Boston. Okay, that's that's not near as much of a turnout. I mean, that's that would be abysmal compared to what we saw at Washington D.C. the the Boston turnout. So up there today, it's it's wild here in Washington. Well, it's the first day of spring. Uh, people are here. Uh, the program hasn't begun yet. I want people to know is that we have introduced an assault weapons ban. Um, my office wrote it, but we have 30 co-sponsors. It's in the Judiciary Committee. We are asking for a hearing. Problem is, 
see, the thing is, is again, this is all about incrementalism. Then they'll have another one next week, and, and God forbid they do, and I pray to God he doesn't let any more of these happen. But if they do, then they're just going to inch, they're just inching, inching that, that ball closer to the goal line, to the satanic goal line, to where they've, they've got all this critical mass, they've got all these gun grabbers and all these people and all, and all this selective moral outrage behind them. And then all of these false flag mass school shootings that our own government's orchestrated through the deep state. And I'm not saying our government, like everybody in it, but I'm talking about the black, dark op parts of our government. You know, death squads. And that's what they're banking on to finally get this across the satanic goal line. Where they get all the guns. That's what the goal is. We need 60 and we don't have a single Republican. And Praise God. you've got to get the military weapon. As gelded as the Republicans are, at least they don't have a single Republican. Off of the streets and out of the schools and out of circulation. I deeply believe that. Even the This is like taking a morality lesson from Satan. Literally. This fork-tongued witch is going to give me a morality lesson. Presentation during the March for Life rally in Washington, D.C. subjected the participants with Know Thy Enemy style expositions. They use their schools to teach children that they're president. So they're showing this at the rallies, all of these, these pro-NRA commercials and stuff like that, in order to know their enemy. Because we are their enemy, you know? And that's, that's how we are being framed. We are being framed... The, the pro-Second Amendment, pro-righteousness, and I'm going to just say pro, pro-life, pro pro-Christian, pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution, pro-returning veteran, you know, we are all, we are all being put into the same um, pot that they can focus their hate on is another Hitler. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. If you try to take our firearms, doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street. Begging. So they're showing these clips. This is the one of Alex Jones. Um, they're showing these clips during the rallies so that they can know their enemy, so they can focus their hate on the enemy. The NRA, Alex Jones, anybody pro-gun. We're all evil. For them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over. It's exactly what they do. Over again. What matters is this is the only truth they got in the whole in, in this whole thing. But yet they're using the truth to try to say it's all lies when it's all verifiable. Who the enemy is. They're the no-gun people, period. Listen up. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president. So that's Charlie Daniels, the country western singer. We need Ivy League friends. Hey, Obama, you might want to suck them on these, you punk. So that was Ted Nugent on stage, the Motor City Madman, on, on stage of one of his rock concerts. And he says, Obama, you might want to suck on one of these, you little punk. And he's holding up two guns or whatever. I, I'm sorry if that's not appropriate, but that's what he said. And there he's holding up guns. That's all he's holding up. The only truly free. Now I'm not saying that's right either. I'm just saying that's what he said. Who have ever walked this earth have been armed people. From my cold dead hands. Because you are either with us or against us at this point. High school students are refusing to let thoughts and prayers be the So see, it's it's the high school millennial little brainwashed 
publicly indoctrinated brainwashed masses now it's it's us against them we're their enemy by proxy and see i really feel like they're they feel like they're close enough with the voting base with they get enough illegal aliens in here they get enough of these millennials voting for them and when with the rigged vote system that they can rig any election now and they're trying to get the votes they're trying to get these kids to get out the ones that can vote they're trying to get them out so that they can vote in the next election and tip the scales in their because they got it, they really want they, they'd be able to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish much easier if they had a Democrat-dominated Congress, Senate, and a Democrat in the presidency, which is what they thought they were going to have with Hillary. Students are expected to walk out of their schools. I mean, there are hundreds of students coming outside here. Point out that these are student So this is this is all the propaganda. All these hundreds of students just just pleading to take away the guns and pleading to take away the Second Amendment because they're the only voice of reason on the planet. If a change is going to be made, whatever that may be, then it can only be accomplished by a come-to-the-table discussion. See, CNN cancels interview with pro-gun Parkland survivor after retweeting a post critical of the host. So see, they don't want any other side of the narrative other than their maggot lies and deceptions. That's the only thing they care about by both sides of the issue. And as a parent, you protect children. You protect them until they're mature enough. You protect them until they're emotionally mature. This lady is solid gold. This Dana Loesch. I mean, she's so, like, rock solid in her, in her logic. Just listen to this. Enough, physically mature enough until they can make decisions for themselves. What you don't do, Grant, is exploit children to make the arguments that either you yourself can't make or that you want to make, but sounds inarticulate and inappropriate coming out of the mouth of a 40 or 50-year-old anti-gun advocate. And that's the problem that we're looking at here, and that's why no one really in the media wants to talk about some of the people who are... So you use the kiddies to say, get their guns because you don't care about us if you don't get all the guns... Because a 40 or 50-year-old person in politics, if they say that, they're going to sound like Hitler. But it's okay for the little brainwashed millennial kiddies to say it. Now, I'm not blaming, saying all millennials are like that or whatever. But, I mean, the publicly indoctrinated school systems, one, that America has created through their Illuminati, satanic school systems, most of them are like that because they're drinking the Kool-Aid. Are taking part in organizing the event. I just saw a press release that went out with every town um, and mom's demand. And I will have you know, you know, every town is a huge fan of Stop and Frisk. And this is an organization along with mom's demand that have consistently rejected the idea of any kind of safety measures at all whatsoever, while simultaneously saying that law-abiding, gun-owning Americans like myself somehow don't have any solutions for safety. When yet I've approached them repeatedly to work with organizations, perhaps maybe like even Eddie Eagle or School Shield or Project Child Safe, and they've rejected every single overture. So, so I have to kind of question where their true intent lies. The march. Okay, in other words, okay, what if we put armed veterans in the schools? What if we arm some of the teachers that want to be armed, that, that want to carry concealed? Because don't tell me all of them don't want that. Um, in other words, let's put guns in the hands of good guys so that the bad guys will think twice about ever going to the school. And if they do go in there, we're going to stop it a lot quicker. Just like that peace officer did in, um, was it Baltimore or whatever that I just talked about? He stopped the shooting in 60 seconds, killed the guy. Okay. No mass school shooting because a good guy with a gun killed the guy. Okay. That's the, that's the solution.
Well, they act like that's no, no, that's not a solution at all. No, no, we don't want to hear any of that. The solution is getting all the guns off the streets. Like they're not going to, like the criminals aren't still going to have guns. It's just so satanically asinine when you really look at it. But you look at the masses of brainwashed people out there, that are, and you just know that these people are just going to beg for the mark of the beast. They're going to beg for it. If they're this easily duped, and they're this brainwashed, most of them, the vast majority of them, and I don't want it to be the case, I pray to God they all get saved, but they are going to beg for the mark of the beast. I mean, this is so scary that, that, that humanity is this dumbed down and this turned this evil for life made it abundantly clear that their developing message has already been hijacked by the gun grabbers in Congress, the media, and the sycophants of the United Nations Arms Trade Treaty. John Bound reporting for InfoWars. So we have that. Next report, which is moving along in these lines. Hog Wild in D.C. Fascist crisis actor, foul-mouthed, effeminate beta male student, and social justice warrior unleashed David Hogg. Democrat protest leader David Hogg, who's been their main poster child, who was a crisis actor, who was in California, you know, six months before the thing, on a, on a news thing, and then he was in front of a CNN thing, and now he's at this school that has this shooting at. And, and... And the girl that was with him, the, the shaved-headed lesbian, uh, butch lesbian girl, is actually his cousin, we found out. I put, I put out a huge thing on that the other night. They're all related. All of, the, all of their, their moms or dads are in law enforcement. They're, they're all probably MKUltra mind control slaves or some derivation of that that have been groomed for this day. All of the ones they paraded before CNN, all of their parents are, are in law enforcement. This whole David Israel thing, that was totally set up. He was, they were all told to stand down so they couldn't go in there, so the kill teams could do their thing. I mean, it's, it's just a total joke what went on. And this little devil, David Hogg, spoke at a massive rally, and it was the one that we just talked about in Washington, D.C., on Pennsylvania Avenue, to tens of thousands of anti-gun protesters. David Hogg rallied the voters. The cold grasp of corruption of, so he said, here's what part of what he said. He says, the cold, I mean, all of this is scripted. Somebody wrote this for him. The cold grasp of corruption shackles the District of Columbia. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that totally. The winter is over. Change is here. The sun shines on a new day. I mean, he sounds like, he, he sounds like Obama or something. The day is ours. First time voters show up 18% of the time in midterm elections. What did I just tell you? It's all about getting these millennials that are all turning, you know, they're 18 or over. It's all about getting them to the polls. It's all about keeping the borders open so they have this voter base coming in that they're all legalized to vote. As long as they can get over that border, okay? Um, it's all about brainwashing the kiddies in the public indoctrination school system so that they'll vote the way they want them to. Uh, 18% of the... First-time voters show up 18% of the time in midterm elections. Not anymore. And there's this big applause. Meaning they're going to turn out in massive force for the midterms. Now who here is going to vote in the 2018 election? If you listen real close, you can hear the people in power shaking. They're not shaking. They're clapping. They're happy. They want you to go in there. For the, for the most part, most of them do. Because they're all on that same agenda anyway. 
They don't want the other side. They don't want the right, the, the people that are righteous on the side of the right. They, that's where they don't want the pressure coming from. For them, that's a relief. And then he goes on to, then he goes on to say, today we're going to start a revolution. This little devil from the pit of hell. Today's, and then another headline read, today, the, today, the, the um, show spins gun control rally as a protest voice to teach grown-ups a lesson. You see what they're doing. They're using the little kitties against the grown-ups to, to, to browbeat us into submission because we don't care about them if we don't want to disarm every man, human, dog, cat on the planet. We're just no good. We don't care. That's, that's the not-so-subtle message being sent. And then we have... Jimmy Fallon and Lady Gagme joined MTV, the NAACP, to send busloads of brainwashed protesters to gun control march. MTV announced, I mean, they're really, really, really pulling out all the stops. MTV announced that it had joined the left-wing civil rights group and a list of celebrities, including Lady Gagme, Jennifer Lopez, uh, NBA star Carmelo Anthony, to send 17 busloads of youth to the gun control march kicking off on saturday and that's what they did they sent 17 busloads of brainwashed um youth lady gaga also chimed in writing our bus will be one of 17 but and then this is this is literally satan talking here lady gag me the most christ-hating witch probably in hollywood and i'm gonna get a morality lesson from this maggot okay Lady Gagme chimed in saying, our bus will be one of 17 buses representing the lives lost in the Parkland shooting and those lost every day to gun violence. See, there were 17 killed by the um, black ops death, death team that was sent in there at Parkland. Yeah, well, that's why they had 17 buses. Oh, isn't that satanically wonderful? On March 21st, Breitbart News reported that Fallon encouraged late night viewers to support the gun control march. He said, I just want to remind everyone that this Saturday, March 24, students from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School and I have organized a march in Washington. It's called the March for Our Lives, and it's to tell the government loud and clear that we demand change on the gun issue, on the issue of gun control. What they're demanding is for all guns to be taken, ultimately. So let's, you know. And then we have George Clooney. Oprah Winfrey, Jeffrey Katzenberg, and Steven Spielberg, uh, each pledging $500,000 to the gun control march. So we have every reprobate devil on the planet giving money to it. So you know it's totally wicked and evil. Earlier this week, we have sellout country singer Garth Brooks talk to his fans about the march and urge them to, quote, be a part of it. Thanks, Garth, you devil. So let's go ahead and just play this brief video here. MTV said Friday that it would band together with several celebrities and the NAACP to send buses of young people to the March for Our Lives anti-gun violence rally in Washington, D.C. The march set to take place on Saturday is expected to draw hundreds of thousands of students to D.C. and local marches nationwide to call for gun control and school safety measures in response to mass school shootings. MTV announced the effort on Twitter, saying the network is teaming up with the NAACP and celebrities, including Jennifer Lopez, Lady Gaga, 
Jimmy Fallon, Carmelo Anthony, and Halsey to sponsor 17 busloads of youth from communities impacted by gun violence. Isn't that wonderful? Satan must be beaming. Next one, March for Our Lives activists marched against our constitutional rights in planned PSYOP. Uh, Saturday's student-led March for Our Lives event was nothing more than a globalist-funded communist campaign in which marchers themselves partook in trampling not only their own constitutional rights, but the constitutional rights of their fellow countrymen in an outright push to further ban, suppress, and limit the Second Amendment, which states a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So, again, it's like taking morality lessons, again, collectively from a whole bunch of brainwashed devils. Police officer gets out and looks. <laughs> Guys, we just came back from the march. I am super. So tired. here's a guy at the march, and he was just standing outside a gender neutral bathroom, and that's what he was laughing about. Because you know everything's got to be politically correct at these marches. You wouldn't want to offend any of the transgenders or any of the other myriad of other genders that might be there that think they're toasters or microwave ovens or anything like that. But I'm about to render one of these videos. I did a ton of interviews, so I'm going to break this thing up into a couple of different videos because you don't want to be watching a two and a half hour video. Personally, I did. I identify myself as an Ottoman. I mean, I, I just, you know, that's just me, though. I'm funny that way. But I wanted to do a, a quick preface to this video because I know a lot of the people that I interviewed today are going to be watching this. And I want you guys to know, if you are watching, I don't disrespect you as a person. Um, but I think we all need to come to terms with the fact of what really happened at this March for the live, Our Lives event. March for Our Lives event. Which, which really essentially was march against our rights. You marchers marched against your rights today. So here's the real quick takeaway. <clears throat> the three things... They're that begging, they're marching begging to take away our rights is what they're doing that's what they, these brainwashed kitties are doing and the other adults that were there that are you know egging them on and probably the ones that indoctrinated them into this satanic belief system they wanted to enact was ban assault weapons ban high capacity magazines and institute universal background checks now one of the questions that i asked was do you trust government and then I would ask a couple of questions in between, and then I would come back to the do you trust government question. Now, when I asked do you trust government, nobody said they trusted government. <clears throat> One person said that she did, and I said on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you trust government? And she said a 2. So essentially, the person who said that she trusted government really doesn't trust government. So none of the brainwashed kitties even trust government. But they're asking the government to give them a remedy here. Either. I would ask multiple questions about why they were here, what they were doing. And they wanted, every one of them said, we want politicians to enact common sense gun regulations, gun control laws. So then later on down the line, I would ask them, so you want gun control? Yes, we want gun control. Okay. Who do you want to control the guns? 
and you could see the wheels turning in their mind as they came face to face with the inconsistency in their own hearts and the inconsistency according to what they had just previously said that they don't trust government because they're out there marching to have the government take away their rights, but it's a government they don't trust. So why would you ask somebody that you don't trust to take away your rights? It's insanity. There is no logical answer for that. And I want you guys, if you're watching, if I interviewed you, to know that it doesn't make sense. Think this through. You're marching down a street. You've already said you don't trust government but you're asking government to enact laws that are not only going to take away my rights and the rights of every American, but they're also going to take away your rights. And who's the they that are going to take away your rights? People that you already admitted that you don't trust. doesn't make any sense. The bottom line is nobody has a higher claim over your life and property than you. To say that they do means to say that you think there's somebody on this planet that is somehow superhuman, that has some measure of authority higher than you when they're just a regular human being. And the second thing is, it's never right. But that's not even the, really the case. They're not a regular, these are the most satanic elements of the wicked government that's in the United States that want to do this. So this is like basically giving your rights up to Satan. To initiate unjust force or violence on people who have done no wrong. And that's exactly what a legislative act is. That's exactly what a law is. All laws are backed by the threat of force from a government that you don't trust. So okay, so we have that. Um, he goes on to interview a whole bunch of people, but I'm not going to. If you want to watch the interviews, you can. I give you a link to that. I, I can't hardly stand watching them. Uh, next thing, the Hitler Youth, which is what, this is what we're seeing form. The Hitler, Hitler Youth Squads. Okay, student gun control march invades Washington, following in the footsteps of the Nazis who disarmed the Jews before the Holocaust. This is a whole other, you know, and here we have a picture of David Hogg doing, and he did his black, when he got done with his, with his speech, he did his black power, black power, um, he held up one fist, and then we have, and it looked kind of like a Hitler salute, and then we have all in favor of gun control, raise your right arm, and it shows Hitler doing the Hal Hitler thing. So it's very, very similar. The Hitler Youth invasion of Washington, D.C. took place today as young fascists in training were corralled into the nation's capital to demand that the government authoritarians strip away the civil liberties of all law-abiding Americans in the name of gun control. Just like the Hitler Youth enthusiasts, these fascists in training are told they're saving lives for a better future and that only thing standing in their way is a bunch of violent gun owners who want to murder every baby in sight. The irony of all these left-wingers actually condoning the abortion is, yeah, that's the irony, is all these left-wingers actually condoning the abortion murder of babies, of course, is completely missed in all this, you know, because they're the ones that want to, you know, have free abortion on demand and the morning after pill and all that stuff. What none of these children are being told, of course, is that Hitler took away gun rights from the Jews before exterminating six million of them in the Holocaust. It's so much easier to commit genocide, Hitler discovered, when the people you're trying to murder can't fight back. So let that last statement sink in, because that is the whole essence of what, when I cover the gun control debate, 
what it all ends up boiling down to because this is where it ends up it's so much easier to commit genocide hitler discovered when the people you're trying to murder can't fight back it's the whole essence when i cover the second amendment that's what you can boil it down to that one sentence Echoing the madness of the Third Reich, the propagandist-in-chief of today's lunatic left anti-gun march movement is David Hogg, a profanity-laced, foul-mouthed, beta male student who is seething with anger and seems forever on the verge of the outright calling for all gun owners to be exterminated by the government did you see that there was like a cover of some magazine lately and it was like the the arrival of the or the i don't know the emergence of the beta male and it has like three guys standing back like they're 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 standing ones behind the other and they have their hands in the guy's pockets in front of them it's very very homo sexually oriented in this these little beta male men that are just like glorying in their shame like the bible talks about with their hands in the guy's pockets in front of him which is also very like um it smacks of of homosexuality big time and this is what they're trying to put out as the only acceptable white male is, is honestly that's where it's all going this is an acceptable version of a white male that will go along to get along and go along with anything the new world order wants to implement some some other guy some other derivation of this that actually has any hint of masculinity is not permitted this is where this is all going it's what we're all heading to because the beta males aren't going to do anything but go into a fetal possession and basically pee their pants when this stuff all ends up going down and run to big brother to protect them so this is where we're heading and i hate to say it but but it is it is the bible says to quit you like men be ye strong quit means behave like men the bible says a wise man is strong yea a wise man increaseth in strength it's not godly to be a little weak beta male that and listen if somebody like has some condition and like they they let's let's say they have a okay i'm not condemning somebody that isn't strong physically and he's a white guy okay if they're if they're in a position where they but i'm talking about guys that glory in this i'm talking about the quintessential starbucks drinking little chicken necked beta male that is glorying in their little effeminate mask their little effeminate lack of masculinity that, that probably has a testosterone count of 50 because of all the xenoestrogens in the foods. And I've, listen, I've covered that. I have tried to show my listeners all the ways they're trying to feminize men and estrogenize men, meaning increase their estrogen. Through their, and, the, and then what that's doing to females as well. All the ways they're trying to do it. But it's the ones that are glorying in it, is, I guess, is the ones that really, you know, drive me up a wall. And there's legions of them legions and none of them are christians i bet how could you be it would be the, the word of god would be totally offensive to the, one of these little effeminate beta male men that are glorying in their shame oh, anyway let's go further here uh I, this is a really politically correct study i'm doing i'm just warning you i mean i'm, I'm sure you've picked up on that by now um uh, let's see here so 
Hitler took away the gun rights from the Jews before exterminating six million of them. I mean, that's all. That's the only stakes we're dealing with here. See, they know when they get the guns, it's showtime for Satan. Oh yeah, unabated killing, slaughtering, and that's exactly what would happen. That's why I so harp on this because I know that this is the linchpin of it all. Um, going forward here, um. Echoing the madness of the Third Reich, the propagandist-in-chief of today's lunatic left anti-gun movement is now David Hogg, a profanity-laced, foul-mouthed student who is seething with anger and seems forever on the verge of outright calling for all gun owners to be exterminated by the government. That's where this is all heading. Guaranteed. In a recent interview shown below, foul-mouthed Hogg, a student at the Parkland School of Florida, oh yeah, he was put in there probably like a couple months before the actual school shooting so he could kind of get the lay of the land or whatever. Um, says the gun owners and the NRA are pathetic effers who want to keep killing our children. They can't even play his, his videos because he cusses so much that they YouTube's ban the videos where he's cussing because they don't want him up there cussing to be part of that narrative. They want, they want more of a clean-cut version of him where he's not cussing. So they're actually policing him because he cannot police himself. Uh, then he, he goes on to say they have blood from children splattered all over their faces and they wouldn't take action because they are still they all still see those dollar signs yeah david i'm seeing dollar signs that's why i want my second amendment what a brainwashed little maggot this this kid is i mean he is he is absolutely of his father the devil and of his lust and of his works he will do He's nothing more than a demon-possessed devil on two legs. David Hogg's profanity-laced rant was so obnoxious, arrogant, and deranged that the YouTube systematically censored all the profanity-laced David Hogg videos in order to protect his public image. Because that's very important to Satan. Yes, YouTube is now running interference for David Hogg, making sure his public image is squeaky clean while he ravages gun owners with the most deranged, foul-mouthed language imaginable. Because he could get away with it, whereas nasty Pelosi can't get away with it. Whereas Diane Frankenstein can't get away with it. And Chucky Schumer and all these other ones, they can't quite get away with getting foul-mouthed and profanity. They'd love to. But see, the kiddies can get away with it because they've suffered so much. And we don't know what they've been through. We don't understand what this crisis actor that was in California one minute in front of a CNN desk the next. And then in this school all of a sudden, uh, totally across the country where he showed up out of the blue when his dad's an FBI officer and, and, and his cousin who was the, the butch, um, the butch lesbian girl that was with him. Who's also, who's also parents are in law enforcement. Why they miraculously show up in this school all of a sudden, all the way across the country. And they're literally on the same floor where the shooting's happening, but that, but it's funny. They didn't break into that room. And that they were actually announcing who was the kid that did it before it was even announced to the actual public. They broke that story because they were doing literal stuff from inside the classroom when the shooting was happening. And they literally said, oh, it's Nicholas Cruz we've heard. That was like a half hour before that even came out in the news. You know why? Because they're crisis actors and they were paid to do what they're doing. They're MKUltra, probably mind control slaves. And they had a script and they followed it. And he was even caught botching his lines, having to start over and all this stuff afterward. I got into all this stuff. 
So this little devil from the pit of hell is going to give me a morality lesson. I don't think so. So, um, he, um, crisis actor David Hogg, who has arisen as the chief propagandist in the left-wing fascist Hitler youth army, is completely open to adding, is completely opposed, which is always the case, always opposed to adding any kind of security measures to the public schools. No, we don't want to harden them. We don't want to have, and, and granted, granted, I don't want to turn it in, into a big brother thing either, but I mean, you know, wouldn't it be more, it's a better step than banning, taking all the guns away from everybody on the planet. You know, no, 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 no. We have to have all the guns. That's the solution. When, if there were good guys there with guns, it was, it was just proven again in Baltimore with that school shooting. One guy with a gun stopped it in 60 seconds. Okay. No, 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 no. We don't want none of that. We can't have our, our, our death squads go in there and kill, kill unabated. We can't have our MK Ultra mind control slaves that we tri triggered go in there killing unabated if you have security measures in place. If you have the, if you have things either hardened or metal detectors or if you have people with guns, and I, I really don't even want the others, I think just the guns alone would stop it. Good guys with guns are going to stop this. Yes, have some security measures too. But they're, they're always opposed to that. Like that's not even part of the consideration when every single time when those types of things are in place, it stops what's going on. 98% of the time, these mass school shootings occur in gun-free zones. 98. So, you know, obviously the gun-free zones are the way to go if you want mass carnage. Obviously. Proofs in the pudding, right? Even though a recent school shooting was stopped in 60 seconds by an armed security officer, the one I just mentioned, that was just like this last week, it seems like Hogg actually wants more children to be murdered so that he can get more airtime on CNN to push his radical fascist-like Third Reich calling for disarming all the people he personally hates and wants to destroy. And don't forget that David Hogg was featured in a photo tweet by his sister, Lauren Hogg, promoting um, new Nazi-like armbands to demand gun confiscation. I'm not making this up. <laughs> oh my golly. Oh, you gotta love it. He's got, they've got Nazi-like armbands. I'm not lying. You can look at my PDF to see them. They, they, they are armbands to demand gun confiscation from the American people. David Hogg and his sister create Nazi-like armbands to promote gun control. And here they are. And, and they're proudly displaying them. They're on their, they're on their arms. And they're um, marching around with them. I, they, what they need to do is goose step. I really want to see like a whole bunch of these, these kids, um, goose stepping like in like these rallies and stuff like get them get them together let them teach them how to march like the nazis and get those get those armbands on them and then goose step and then while they're heil hitlering to like nancy pelosi or um diane feinstein as, as they go by them in in unison and in like like feinstein and pelosi and schumer and them are, are inspecting the troops hey the way the way, way trump's going he could be there too you know, he could be there in a, pro a nodding approval. You know, I hate to say that, but I mean, that's kind of the way it looks like it's going with him. So here we have a picture of Lauren Hogg, the young, younger sister of David Hogg, has created special armbands for gun control advocates to wear to school. The March for Our Lives demonstration and anywhere else you can think you can wear it. Then the band, of course, is to be worn on your arm and the symbol in the middle uh, is a peace symbol. But 
but does it really mean that? Well, no, let's look at what the meaning of the peace symbol actually means. And I don't know if you know this, but here's the meaning of the peace symbol, also called Nero's cross, a, it, which is a broken upside down cross. Now, this is what you think of, hey man, peace, love, and war, like 60s and hippies and all that free love garbage, okay? Well, it is a broken upside down cross a Roman uh, to Roman Emperor Nero who hated and persecuted the early Christians. It meant destruction of Christianity. That's what the peace symbol originally meant. Because if you think about it, it's, it's an upside down cross that's been with the arms that looks like they've been down, broken down. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Revived in the 60s by the hippies and others who protested nuclear weapons, Western, in Western culture, it now symbolizes a utopian hope for a new age of global peace and Earth-centered unity. Oh, how appropriate. But many heavy metal rock fans would agree with Nero and use it to mock Christ and his followers. This symbol is the Teutonic rune of death. Yeah, that was something that Hitler was totally obsessed with, is these runes, these Teutonic runes, these of the Aryans. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very, very high-level witchcraft. Um, and it's also used in black masses, which is where you have, you have your satanic mass, and where you'll typically sacrifice a human, an animal, or a baby and drink their blood. Okay, that's a real black mass, okay? Uh, in those black masses, they take a clay cross, they hold it upside down, and they and it is broken downward to form this same shape which is this upside down broken cross that is where the peace symbol what the peace symbol really means okay it's an absolute mockery of jesus christ and what he did on the cross to save humanity's souls that's what it is okay as the peace symbol is a way of blaspheming Jesus Christ and his victory over Satan on the cross. So let me tell you something. You got any of these in your house, you get rid of it. Because you do not want to bring a curse on yourself. And symbols like this in your possession will do that. Now, if the hog armband for gun control looks familiar, it should. And here we see Hitler and his Nazis, real pictures of them with their swastika Nazi armbands. It's very reminiscent of that. And here's a photo, and again, this PDF is going to be about probably about 25, 26 pages when it's all done, when I get the table of contents all filled out. Um, but it's it's going to be on page, I don't know, 15, 16. Uh, here's a photo of David Hogg sporting, I love that word, sporting, his peace symbol Nazi-like armband while demanding gun control. Many people don't remember this, but the Nazi symbol swastika also began as a peace symbol. It, it, in, in other words, it had that supposed connotation. Many of today's anti-gun leftists are openly promoting a rainbow variation of the swastika symbol of peace. And here's a picture of a shirt that they're selling with the swastika, like Hitler had, with the rainbow symbol, which would be considered of the gay movement, with the word peace under it and the rainbow and the peace. I mean, talk about a satanic amalgamation of garbage. What's the meaning of the swastika? It's an ancient occult symbol of the sun in the four directions. Revived by Hitler, it represents racism and the white supremacy of the neo-Nazis. Like other occult symbols, it's often placed inside a circle. The swastika is actually a pre-Hitler elitist symbol that has been found in the Skull and Bones, Bones vault at Yale. There's also a swastika on the gravestone of John Ruskin, mentor of Cecil Rhodes, who formed the secret society of the elect to take the government and the whole world. Um to take the government of the whole world. 
uh, in Rhodes's own words. In Time and Tide, I guess the book from 1867, Ruskin wrote that the government must have authority over the people, of which we now do not so much as dream, meaning it has to be just absolute total boot across your throat authority. According to award-winning author Alan Axelrod, Ruskin was reportedly a student of the Illuminati. And that's just a brief, that, that's not really a, any kind of exhaustive thing on the swastika, but it's, it's evil. In today's rally, David Hogg became a full-fledged propaganda politician in training, reading from an obviously scripted speech full of flowery words, high ideals that covered and covered over his real goal, which is the complete disarmament of all law-abiding Americans. Hogg is actually calling for a revolution against gun owners, reports ABC News. What kind of revolution? A violent revolution, of course. Hogg ended, I mean, these, these little devils would, would absolutely, you know, you know, I, I would just love to see them on the front line of battle, is all I'm saying. Because I'm sure they would they would just be right there, you know, right there toe-to-toe with, with the returning veterans and, and the and the gun owners of America. Just really, really wanting... No, they would, they would be so far under Big Brother's little umbrella of protection while, they're, while their minions or whatever fought the actual, you know... <laughs> In other words, they're hypocrites. They're, they, they talk a really big game, but if it really, really actually ever came down to it, they would go into a fetal position. And, and pee all over themselves. What kind of revolution? A violent revolution, of course. Hogg ended his speech with with the Black Power salute. Here's the picture of it. Uh, it's extraordinary that David Hogg not only uses the same sort of vile-filled rhetoric of Adolf Hitler and Joseph Goebbels, but Hogg actually physically resembles Joseph Goebbels as the photo reveals. That was Hitler's top propagandist on the left, Joseph Goebbels. I mean, this is a guy that followed Hitler. Now, granted, if you believe the official narrative, but he followed Hitler into the bunker, and I, I think Goebbels did die, okay? Because what ended up happening is he went in there with his family, okay? This is how evil Goebbels was. Chief propagandist. If, and I'm telling you this. I've, I've watched enough documentaries on Hitler to believe that if, if Goebbels was not there in the whole Nazi mix for as long as he was, I don't think Hitler rises to power. He played a pivotal role in brainwashing the people. I mean, he played more of a role in brainwashing the people to believe this garbage Nazi stuff than any other Nazi that there was. He was Hitler's chief propagandist, and he said the bigger the lie you tell, the better, because they're more prone to believe it. I, I've ha I have quotes from him in my, in my teaching on the avian flu that I did back in 06, where there was quotes from Goebbels on how you brainwash the masses. And and this this little devil hog, man, he looks a lot like him. Boy, does he look a lot like him. Oh, but what Goebbels did, here, here's what kind of quality uh, person Joseph Goebbels was. He was so um, committed to Hitler that in the end, when they knew it was all lost and, and, and the Russians were just blocks away from, from invading the, uh, the Reichstag where they were held up underneath in the basement, um in their in their special you know chambers that they had created for Hitler and them he took him and his wife took his little girls he had like four or five little girls and they they poisoned them all I'm pretty sure they poisoned them or they or they shot him in the head I don't know one of the two they killed them they killed all their little girls cute little precious babies just I, I can't even imagine I, I I can't even and then and then the wife um, 
then I'm not exactly sure how it'll happen, but if he killed his wife or she took poison and then he took poison and shot himself in the head simultaneously, something of like that, and then they took him out back and burned him. And their bodies were found because they couldn't, they didn't have enough fuel to burn him. They had run out of fuel. So his body was still kind of intact when they found it and, and his little girls and his wife. Uh, I tell you, you, you look at Hitler and you look at the whole Nazi thing and you look at all those people and those mass rallies they had and you look at how brainwashed and evil that, I mean, we're talking in 1928. Hitler wasn't even a force in that country. Hitler, because things were relatively good. They were, they were coming out of the Weimar Republic. Things were starting to pick back up. Um, happy days are here again. Okay, all of a sudden. Hitler was not, but see, Hitler had predicted that there was going to come an economic collapse in the near future. And when the stock market crash happened in America, that made Hitler look like a prophet. And they were right back in that Weimar Republic mode where it, there was no jobs and no nothing and then it made and that's the biggest thing that caused hitler to come to power then you had goebbels over there basically saying see he told you so see he's a prophet he's you know he's going to lead us into the whatever the aryan fifth root race the the aryan god man he's gonna you know all this garbage they were promoting um but you look at those rallies they had and the creepiness of that and where they would form those gigantic human swastikas that in the night when they would have all the spotlights pointing up straight in the sky and all those flames burning around. They'd have hundreds of thousands of people in those gigantic squares. And you look at the mass brainwash. And then I look at this Washington rally. And I look at all the numbers that they actually have. And it's, it's just very reminiscent that we're going toward that. You can imagine what it's going to be like when the, when the false Christ and the Antichrist. The, the Antichrist and false prophet come to power. It's going to be like that times 100. Because you're going to have that taking place on a global scale. Whereas this was just in the, the hardcore Nazi Germany at that time. So, this is Hitler's top propagandist, uh, Goebbels, and David Hogg on the right. And there's a picture of them. You can see the resemblance. Both of these figures were heralded by state-run media. Both invoked dangerous language of hatred violence profanity and both demand that we the people give up our liberties so that the fascist tyrants can have absolutely despotic power and control over everything they also claim this is necessary for the public good and to keep the children safe it's always about the children when they're the ones letting the math when the gun free zones are the places all the mass shootings occur and they're the ones that are they're making sure that there's no guns there to fire back good bullets none because they care so much about the children. Whereas every other wicked politician, every other wicked person in Hollywood all have armed security around them. It's good, it's good enough for them though. It's not good enough for the children because they care so much about the children that they're going to make sure nobody on these campuses are armed. Because they care so much. Lying, hypocritical devils from the pits of hell. Hitler gave Jews the gift of gun control, you know, because he cared so much about their safety. And here it shows a Nazi shooting a, a Jew in the, in the back of the head. It's not actually, it's right before he shoots him. These are imagery from war and history. While these other two Nazis are just kind of literally standing within feet of them. Just one looks like he's kind of, you know, scrolling through his, his uh, iPad or whatever his organizer, um, or his um, little 
memo book. It's no big deal. I mean, death was so commonplace, and they, they viewed them like cattle and devils and not worthy of life. It's not difficult to see David Hogg replacing the Nazi soldier in the photo above, holding the gun and fired a bullet in the head of a conservative Trump supporter while screaming it's for the children. That's where this is all going. You know? As, as long as there's no risk to Hogg. That's as long as there's no risk to him. Because if it was another guy in a fair gunfight, Hogg assumes the fetal position. You know what I mean? But they're big and bad and bold and brawny when, you know, they're the one with the microphone and they can scream and they can flail and froth and foam at the mouth and, and, you know, condemn everybody that doesn't think like they do. The moment you give up your guns, you invite radical left-wing fascists to sweep across the country and commit mass murder and genocide. And that's exactly what would happen. Once you give up your guns, of course, that's when the tyrannical regimes start cra- cranking up the ovens and waging mass arrests of the enemies of state. Hogg, of course, is too stupid and evil to realize any of this. Well, he probably realizes. He probably loves it. But he has been elevated almost to a saint-like status by the left-wing gun media agenda, which despises individual liberties, truth, logic, and reason. The very fact that the number one spokesperson for gun control is an 18-year-old devil um angry fascist in training tells you how weak their position is seriously this lunatic is the best this country can drum up yeah it is nobody seems to have told david hogg that his outrageous rantings and foul mouth attacks on gun owners line up almost perfectly with adolf hitler fidel castro joseph stalin Mao Zedong, and all the other gun grabbing control tyrants that have committed genocide and mass murder throughout history but that doesn't matter Okay, so let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and end uh, part three here. And we're going to go part four next. God bless you. See you in part four.